Thank you guys so much for coming back to the You Already Know It Let's Talk podcast. I'm so glad that you guys are here today. Um, first off, I want to welcome our guest today, which is my sister's friend since kindergarten. Avery, welcome to the podcast. How are you today? Uh, hi, Landon. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for being here. One thing that I wanted to um, ask you today is um, we're going to be talking about toxic friendships, but I want to know what is your... Um, uh, how, how, let's first talk about how we know each other. Um, you have been friends with my sister since kindergarten, which how many years is that? Uh, nine, actually. Yeah, nine years. Oh my gosh. And so what, uh, what, what are some things that you guys have gone through? Let's first talk about when some things that you guys have gone through, um, and kind of go and kind of look at that and look at toxic friendships along with that. So, um, what are some... What are some things that you and my sister have gone through that you guys are, um, like, that that has allowed you to um, go through the toxicness? Um, well, what I always say is that a friendship without fighting isn't a true friendship. And we, me and my sister have fought a lot. But we always come around to it, and we make up, and we continue being friends again, and everything's good. But, um, people, um other people that I know haven't been so good and her and I grow to learn about this stuff and we help each other through it and we learn from our mistakes and um so you've kind of gone through it with her of course yeah yeah you've you've gone through the ringer together and you've come out on top as friends and you've stayed friends through it all which is amazing to hear so um one thing I want to ask you is um, what are some th- uh, telltale signs of um, toxicness in friendships? Uh, what are some things that you have noticed in your friendships? I know everything's a little bit different, but what are some of your um, things that you've recognized? Well, with my friendship, I mean, it can also be a relationship with like a partner or like your family, but for me, it's a friendship. And what I notice most, I think in all of them, if it's friends, family, relation uh lovers the main thing is bullying or making fun of each other and there's a difference between like calling each other names and it being funny but when it starts to get not abusive but i mean like hurtful. abusive with your mouth. yeah Herbal. yeah Hurt, hurtful and 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 there there's no line between um it being you know um funny anymore it's just now this like it it, I, I, I don't really have the word for it. It, it, it. You you were right on the abusive track. It is kind of abusive. So um, what are some things that you noticed in your toxic friendship that you would like other people to um, realize um, about their toxic relationship? And I know every relationship is going to be different, every- but what is um, what are some things? With mine, mine was getting ignored for a long period of time. Again, with the verbal, uh, not assault, but verbal. Yeah, and yeah. also probably being left out on stuff. Yeah, yeah, and, and definitely the song um, from Sarah Kay that goes um, her chosen last song um, that you can listen to on um, all major streaming platforms. But it is um, chosen last, and it, one of the one of my favorite parts of it because it is so funny how it is articulated and it is so true is she says um, I've. Um, we carpool everywhere, but there's never room for me. Um, and so you're, you're always left out of things. And so there's no real, like, there's no real connection between you and your friends anymore, you know? Oh. 
And one sign to look out is breaks. Me and my friend took a break before, and it went downhill after that. Taking breaks with people, it's it could be for multiple reasons, but with mine, you got to kind of watch out, too. I mean, like, sometimes when you're in a relationship, like, with someone else, you want to take a break to, for time to grow. But it kind of went downhill for mine, and I should have took that as a sign. Well, and I think also the thing that we need to realize as people who are um, – like in relationships is breaks can be good. Breaks can be so good. Yeah. But I if said, you can't uh, but if you can't grow together, then why are we even starting anything? Why yeah. are we even doing anything? When so, I took a break with my friend, nothing was the same. Like we didn't grow with each other. We kinda of just got more and more distant even when we were going back to friends. Yeah, yeah. And, and and I think sometimes if you take a break and then you grow, um it you you grow apart because you learn a little bit more about yourself. Um yeah. so I think that that's but something it's not really always big. That case. Yeah. Yeah. And you, and, and you'll grow and you'll get different things. So one thing that I want to ask you, um, first and foremost about is, um, so, um, with the toxic friendships, um, how did you realize that you needed to end it and stop the toxicness? Because I think that we're viewing this from a very, um, idealistic standpoint where it's just like, oops, I said, but enough, enough, enough was enough for me. What what was the final straw that broke the camel's back and you said, enough is enough, I'm done with this? It was the amount of trust. And going back on it, I regret nothing. I wish I could have gotten away from them sooner, but you know, toxic friends can be hard. Like, you know this. Yeah, yeah, it, toxic like relationships, whether it's familial, whether it's romantic, whether it's fam, uh, whether it's friends. Like you, toxic relationships are toxic. You're always going to constantly crave that. And it's attention. hard to break that string. I mean, at least for me, it is. Some people not maybe like you. You talk about stuff and you just break that string, and it's nothing for you. But yeah, for other people, it's all different. Yes, yes, and I feel like it's different from relationship to relationship because I've definitely had my fair share of friendships where uh, it, it's been hard to cut that string. Yeah, I, I feel like. Sometime in everybody's life, you will have it. And I'm a middle schooler in eighth grade right now, and it's kind of at the worst time because we're ending this grade. We're all changing. We're all moody, and we're all, like, our brains are developing. We're all developing and growing. But looking back on them, I can't trust them one bit anymore because they've just let, they've let me down multiple times and they've given me many reasons to not trust them. And, and I bet that that's really hard to go through. And I bet that that's something that you um, constantly think about in the, in, in talking with them and in talking about toxic relationships. One thing that I want to ask you um, is, um, do you feel better now that you are with like out of the toxic relationship? Oh, of course it was hard. I cried every night and I still do to this day. But I feel way better. I feel like I can be myself more because I'm not getting bullied, bullied of what I wear. I have actual true friends going to your sister. I mean, she supports me in everything. I support her in everything. Yeah, like, yeah. That's a true friend. Yes, exactly. And one thing that um, – so I'm noticing a trend here um, that this friend is making you feel, you know, broken and making you feel unwanted and making you feel unseen and unheard and unvalued. What are some things that you can tell me – that going into a new relationship, knowing what you know about toxic friends, what are you? What can you do as someone as someone starting a relationship, whether it's romantic, platonic, um, or familial? What are some things that you can um, be open with the person? Like, how can you start the relationship so that it doesn't end up toxic? Well, 
Well, it's different because I wasn't the one to make it toxic. But what I would do to look out for, like, signs of people being toxic. Like, if this person is toxic, like, what would I look out for? I would technically walk, walk. I would technically look out for them not responding, them not interacting with me a lot. Like, I'm not that one girl that needs to, like, have attention to all of me. I just want someone to actually care about me, though. Yeah, yeah. And, and um, one of the things that I think that is really good that you brought up is... Um, the um the the clothing that you brought up you you said you could feel yourself uh can you elaborate on feeling yourself um because did you feel like you were being controlled i i know being controlled because i got told by this girl almost every day that i should have dressed better i should look prettier i should put on makeup and i started to and i didn't feel myself i mean i've grown now and i'm knowing who i am now i know what i want um, in my style, I know what I want. Makeup wise, like this girl put, told me to like put on foundation and like put on mascara, like forced me to kind of put on mascara when I didn't even want to. Now that I've grown without her, I learned to put it on myself. And the clothes part, she told me to dress prettier, and I didn't want to. I wanted to dress comfy because I woke up every day like early, like five thirty, six o'clock, because my bus left um very early, <laughs> and. I didn't want to dress all pretty. I didn't want to get my hair curled. I just wanted to show up. and. Yeah, yeah. It, well, well, it's school. And, I mean, it's not like you're going to the homecoming dance. No. Um, which is... And these girls, they dress up in skirts and T-shirts. And I think that's how... Well, let's go focus on my main friend. I think that's how she was, like, told to be. Because mm-hmm. she has never in her life worn sweatpants. One time I felt bad for her because she got bullied that time that she wore sweatpants because everybody expects expects the most from her, and that's kind of what I that's kind of what I watched out for. I didn't want to be like that. I didn't want to dress up pretty every day. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and one thing that I will say is um, I will never be caught dead in sweats. Um, I whenever I went <laughs> to school, I was never in sweats. I wanted to be presented and wanted to be put together. Um, but I think the main thing that I realized is, is that that's for me and me only. I want that for me. I'm I'm not doing it for someone else. I'm not doing it for all of the wrong reasons. I'm doing it for myself. Um, and I think that you were being pushed to do it for her, um, rather than for yourself. You, you wanted to wear the sweats. You wanted to do the stuff that you wanted to do. You weren't going to do it for you. You were doing it for her to stay her friend and to stay, you know, there for her. So that is something that I think if you're seeing that, if you're watching out for that, um, that's something that I think is very big to watch out for. Um, another question that I do have for you is, um, since severing ties, um, what has changed in your daily life? Um, have you felt more open? Have you felt more connected with yourself? Have you uh, felt more um, intertwined in your day-to-day life? Have you felt more in control? Well, going back to your other point, I wanted to also explain that this girl that was also friends with us, friends, um, but she dressed exactly like this main girl. And I think that's what this girl wanted. And and I think that that's the click that you fell into kind of by being her friend. This Um, this other girl is a copy me girl. Like she will do like the same thing. She does the same things. She has the same personality. She dresses the same. I can't explain more, but going back to your other question, a lot of things have changed. Um, I actually went back onto online school because I didn't want to see them every day. Uh, And that kind of like, 
I don't want to say forced, but yeah, I just went on to online school because I didn't want to see them. That was my choice, though. But I feel like I was also being forced to, even though I wasn't. Yeah. But that's like kind of part of my daily routine now. Yeah, and, but... and I think that your hand was forced, going back to what you just said. I think your hand was forced. I don't think that even though you didn't you didn't want to see them and it was your choice, I think that you 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 chose that because you felt there was no other alternative. It was kind so of you... like driving me away. Exactly, exactly. So it kind of destroyed the whole fun in going to school and being a part of the general population, you know? You you Of you course, wanna... yeah. You want to kind of move through it, so, um, yeah. But I again, totally... I don't want to hate on her because it wasn't, it wasn't her fault. Even though she kind of did drive me away, it was my choice. Yeah. I just kind of I was being pushed. Yeah, and, and, and I think that in, in each relationship that you go into, you need to go into it with a clear mindset of this person is who they are for a reason, and I can't do anything to change that. If I want to change it, we shouldn't be friends. Um, because then that's going to create a whole mountain of problems between you and that mm-hmm. person. And that's not a friendship you want to have. I remember one of my friendships, someone asked me, um, why, um, like I, I'm a very big teacher's pet. I was a very big teacher's pet. Um, and something yeah, that I would do is I'd go in and have lunch with the teachers and just oh. kind of talk with my teachers because they were amazing and they like welcomed me and I felt more in yeah, tune with them than I did. That that's what I felt way more in tune with them than I did with my own friends sometimes, and so I was once told by um like one of my friends at the time that um I was a freak for doing that, and I think that opened my eyes and was like, oh my gosh, um enough is enough, um time to move friends because if you can't accept what I'm going to do, let's not accept. Like, if you can't accept what I'm going to do, then we can't accept each other. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're not going to be good friends. Yeah. Um, but also, I want people to look out for... I'm sorry, I'm not kind of going off your topic, but... No, you're totally fine. It popped into my brain. Things that you need to look out for is... One main thing for me was they knew that they were hurting me. They knew what they were doing, and that's never a good feeling. That's how you know end it just yeah in your tracks and tell them we're not gonna be friends which is easier said than done but it it has to be done yeah i told myself that yeah and i think what you are talking about is the form of what is called conscious hurting so or or intentional um conscious hurting so basically they knew what they were doing they knew that they were hurting you yet they did nothing to stop it they did nothing to halt that um stuff which is so hard to hear from um, just so hard to hear from a, you know, I've, I've watched you grow up. I've watched my sister grow up. I've watched you both grow up as friends together. I've watched you both, um, have fights and you keep going back to get, you keep coming back together. And that is one of my favorite things to see, but it's okay. Yes. Yes. And, and and I don't want, you have trust. You're going to grow. And you all, and you both have grown. And I want that to be also known is that in a toxic relationship, you're going to fight and you're going to keep going back to each other. But what oh. I don't want to be construed is, is that your and my sister's relationship is toxic because in no, no. way was it ever toxic. And in in no every way you're going to fight. It yes. doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be toxic. What matters is that you make up and that you won't like, hurt, like, you know, like, yes. And, you and, and, let, 
And let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Did the girl that you cut ties with, the toxic friend, did she ever apologize for any of her actions? See, that's what I was trying to talk about. I never got closure from her. I haven't talked to her since two months, and it hurts. I want closure from her, but I'm too scared to go there. Yeah. So so you have gotten no apologies whatsoever. You've gotten no apology whatsoever. Okay. I wanted to start to her, but I also need her to say sorry to me. Exactly. And now, have you and my sister, when you two have fought, have you, has the one that has been in the wrong apologized? Oh, of course. I, like, she'll be in the wrong, and she'll apologize, but I'll even apologize. And we know, we know that, like, it's, like, even the other way around. Like, I'll be in the wrong, I apologize, she apologizes. And we know, like... But we always grow from it, and we still have so much more growing to do as we get older. But exactly, exactly, and I think that you guys have a you you guys have an exponential wealth of knowledge for this. And yeah, as we're getting to our as we're getting to our closing, I wanted to kind of bring it back to the toxic relationship and kind of say because you and my sister have been so inter. Um, connected and you guys have been friends for so long you've learned so much about each other and I think you guys are able to go through your um, disagreements and your arguments at a faster pace and able to apologize faster because in a relationship in a marriage in a um, family relationship you know each other for a while and so you're able to go through fights a little bit easier but I yeah. feel like you and my sister are like soul sisters in a way you know um, and, and, and soul like you, you, I, I feel like in some way you two are soulmates um, because you two have been able, you guys have been able to get to the point where you guys need to be and able to apologize when you need to apologize and you don't have to keep wondering if they're going to apologize at all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like what you're saying is like, we're also kind of bring it to the end here. I want to remind everybody, no matter if it's a friend, a family member, a lover, it doesn't. It doesn't matter who it is. I mean, like, they can be toxic. Even, like, if your best is a friend, which I thought this girl was, I never thought she would be toxic. And it turns out she is. Like, it could be anybody. Also, it can also be any length of time. Like, you'll be friends with someone Monday, and you'll think you'll know them for a while. Then they turn on you on Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah. This girl and I, we've been friends for seven years, and I never thought it would take a turn like this. So it doesn't matter the length or period of time or if it's a family member or lover. Like, it, it... doesn't depend on those it depends on how they act towards you yeah yeah and one of the things that i wanted to say too to that is is that you have um you have it at your disposal to kind of figure out about um this friend ask questions uh figure stuff out about this person but also be there um for them and if they're not there for you you need to back off and if they blame you for that that's when we kind of need to see that shift of hey let's see this toxicness um go away um let's see this kind of figure out what's going on and uh, i guess apologize when you're in the wrong um because like you you have to i think you have to as a um collective uh group and as a collective unit um be um kind of you, you know, you kind of have to see each other for what you are. You, you're, you're, you're growing constantly. You're always going to grow constantly. Yeah. Um, afterwards that it, the younger ages, it's kind of hard for them to understand, but that's when it hurts most. Like I'm 
old enough to understand that what like what's going on and how like that they're being toxic like i know that they're being toxic but for like younger generations like maybe fifth grade maybe something like a fight is going on they don't know if they're being toxic or not and that person they don't know like, to help them grow or not that person is going to grow to be more toxic and they're going to get control over you and that's not your fault yeah. it's just hard and one thing, one last question, the last question that I do have for you, and we can, and this might even pose more questions, um, but um, what, um, now, my sister and you have been friends for nine years. You yes. and this girl, this new girl, have been friends for seven years. What yes. were some things that my sister noticed that you kind of did not listen to? Did she ever point out to you the kind of, um, you know, shift in the dynamic? Did she ever point out the toxicness and you just not listen to her? Well, no, because when we were younger, I should have listened from the start. She sent this horrible message to this other girl, and I thought that was being a little bit mean. But I now, to this day, think about it, and I think about how I should have listened more to that, and that she should have just backed off and stopped being rude, because I used to tell Kenzie about her and that, it wasn't fun, and then also I'd also I was also tell her that it was fun, and I should have listened at her from the start. At, but since I was so young, again, I I didn't know what was going on in my brain. Like yeah, yeah. Now did think. now did my sister who was referenced as Kenzie? That is my sister. You heard her in episode <laughs> two. Um, now with Kenzie, um, did she um ever? point anything out about this girl and say, um, look at this and see what you are, like, this is toxic, Avery, now can you listen to me? I don't necessarily say she said it like that. I feel like she did point out some things, but, like, as we got older, I think she pointed out more and more. Yeah, but and, and, and as you grow and saw more together, I think you were able to kind of, I, I, I think now you're like, oh, well, should have listened to Kenzie. <laughs> Again, I was young at that age, and I didn't exactly. know what to do. Exactly, and you were supporting your friend at the time. You you thought that oh, if yeah. you turned on her, that would be turning your back. Well, definitely, Avery, I want to thank you for being on here, and I don't want to keep you for any longer, and I don't want to keep anybody else for longer than we have to. Can't wait but to talk about our friendship with I Kendall. know, I know. So one thing that Avery is alluding to is that there is definitely going to be a part two to this Toxic Friends um, we are Where's very, very, like, there are so much more that we can talk about, and there is so much more that we can talk about, but we have to talk with someone who is also an innocent bystander in this, and we're going to elaborate a little bit more on this, um, well, and kind of talk a little bit more and talk about good friendships and good things that go back and yeah. forth. So, Avery, I want to thank you so much for being on this podcast. I want to thank you for kind of getting us on the right track and kind of telling us a little bit about what we're doing and what what's wrong in our life, and uh, not what's wrong in our life, but what's wrong in our relationships that we have yeah. kind of uh, allowed ourselves to focus on. Talk about, but we need a third opinion. Yes, and yes. And, memories. Yes, knowledge. and I think that there is going to be something so good about adding a part two to this and actually talking about it. So, Avery, oh, yeah. again, thank you. Thank you all for listening. I love you all so much. If you ever want to connect with me, you can find me on Instagram, TikTok, and uh, Twitter. All of those will be down below, and my YouTube channel will be down below as well. If you ever want to find Avery or my sister, their contact stuff will be in the bottom if you ever just want to go check them out. If you need anybody to tag, tag me. I'm your girl. <laughs> and as <laughs> always, remember that I love you. Remember that the sun shines every day and that your book is not finished yet. As always, I love you always. Remember that. Bye guys.